Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the ANN After Show. We're here for a special Tuesday edition um, because on Monday, I took my son to do holiday things. And how dare had, you? Lindsay. I know. How dare you prioritize well, your family? I know, but see, so where I live, I live next to um pretty close to an international raceway. And every year they set up the biggest light show, I don't know, west of the Mississippi. I don't know how they like anyway, it's just you just drive on the racetrack really slow and they have all these cool light displays, and some of them, you know, have little I wouldn't say they're animated necessarily, but they like move and that like the blinking parts change to make stuff. Yeah, happen. they got the pizzazz. They got the yeah, the extra. yeah. What what's funny about it to me? So I took him for the first time, and he's just my five year old is just like in love with everything that has to do with Christmas. Like we have lights on the house this year because he very much insisted that we needed decorations, and we put the tree up on the first of December because he was literally counting down until then because I made him wait until at least December and then um and then you know he's just been obsessed with Christmas lights like all year was like looking at likes looking at them in the neighborhood and everything so I took him to this because I they've been doing this for I mean I went as a child so that's like how long it's been around and what was funny to me is that when I went um the light displays are still the same as when I was a kid oh they haven't like they haven't added or updated or anything like that no i mean i think they've updated and then that they've okay. probably replaced like the lights like the colored lights seem a they seem a lot brighter than when you know i went no, they're probably leds now yeah yeah they're probably like leds and everything but the actual like displays themselves they're the same like i recognize so i was like yeah they have the you know the 12 day christmas displays so you drive past a partridge in a pear tree and all of that and i was like man they really haven't put any any new ones out here like these all seem really nostalgic and familiar but anyway he loved it and so that was really fun so that's what i did instead of this on monday so now we're doing it now so um like our usual show we'll be talking about the latest episode of demon slayer the latest episode of ranking of kings both those episodes this week kind of seemed like a lot of setup and there was a ton of news that came in over the week the biggest ones being everything that came out of uh shonen jump fest uh 2022 22. So many trailers. Yeah. So many trailers. All the new show announcements for all the big properties they have running in that magazine. Um, updates on stuff we already knew that was happening, as well as just brand new announcements altogether. So I'm going to try and run those down with James here. It is like a two-page doc, but I promise it'll be snappy, and we're going to watch a couple trailers, a couple videos. So uh, yeah. to get things started, I think we'll go with My Hero Academia which had a couple of new announcements uh, this time around. Can everyone see that? Well, okay. that's okay. If you, yeah. Um, there, were, there were two main announcements. One was the manga status, and the other one was the anime status. The manga status is that uh, creator uh, Kohei Horikoshi is actually planning to wrap this up uh, within a year. So the manga is slated to end if everything goes according to plan, it should end within a year, which okay. I, you know, kind of curious to hear how everyone feels about that. I'm not completely up to date on the manga right now, although I know there were some really big reveals in the last couple chapters, no spoilers, but you know, some big stuff um, kind of came to a head that has been hinted at over the last, uh, God, couple years or so. But, um, you know, uh, I think it's interesting that this is definitely like one of the biggest properties that they have right now things seems like it prints money you know it's got so many movies already it's got spin-off manga it's got video games and in jump days of yore like you wouldn't be able to just end that like no. i feel like there would be way more pressure to uh, just like keep it going keep it going keep it going so i was interested or i found it interesting that you know this will be closing out in the in the next year or so i'm curious i feel like there's i feel like there's at least like a 50 50 chance that we get a um like a boruto style 
like next yeah. generations. Uh, maybe and maybe they'll do the thing where you know one of his um, assistants or you know uh, someone uh, he takes a step back and and has more of like an executive producer role so that they can continue the franchise and he doesn't work himself to death. Um, yeah. But you're right. It's so funny. I was just thinking, you know, ever since the big three from back in the day, I mean, One Piece never ended, but, you know, Naruto yeah, yeah. ended uh, technically. Um, yeah. But it's it's still going. I mean, really, like Boruto's, you know, it's, it's still around and it still has presence. Um, Bleach, uh, the manga ended, although, you know, we're going to talk about Bleach more here in a second. Um, yeah. I feel like, you know, because Demon Slayer was super popular, but the funny thing about that is that the the anime became like the worldwide sensation that it is when the manga is basically already done and there that, hasn't yeah. been any sign of it continuing. And so I, I felt like My Hero Academia was really, I mean, I can't think, you know, you know, fingers crossed Jujutsu Kaisen gets, you know, continues to get the popularity climb that, that I think it deserves, but I can't think of any other franchise, you know, long running, beloved Prince money outside of One Piece that, yeah, you know that could rival, or I guess I can't think of any other franchise that rivals One Piece, uh, like My Hero Academia does as far as its presence. So, yeah, I wonder if they'll try to find a way to continue to squeeze that. I can rock. easily see them getting, like you said, getting an assistant or something to do like something just starring All Might, like a prequel yeah. during his reign. You could just because then you have. One of the most popular characters in the show and in the manga present to draw in the same audience that's been following it but maybe you could still get new readers that way totally and do something like that yeah but i guess we'll you know we'll have to see um along with news about the manga we also found out the sixth season of the the tv anime is going to be coming out in the fall i was actually kind of surprised on the wait on that um, I mean, I don't know Bones stuff too. Maybe they have other projects in the works, but uh, it will be a little bit of a wait before next October before we get to the paranormal liberation arc, which I'm banking on being really, really good. I hope. Anyway, I was a little, I found the last season a little lackluster. Yeah, you were telling me that. I wonder if it's a COVID thing. Uh, I know that, I mean, I know that Japan is locking down indefinitely as far as like their their foreign visitor uh, ban that they put in place. Um, I know That's here in true. the States, we're having a huge Omicron spike in a lot of places. So mm -hmm. I, I'm wondering even if they're like maybe hedging their bets or, you know, they can kind of see which way the wind is going and they're saying, let's, you know, let's uh, give us, give ourselves some time to produce this thing. You know, even if half of us have to like work, work remotely or something, I don't know, but that, you know, I'm also surprised that it's going to be that long. Yeah, our My Hero Academia reviewer, uh, Nick Dupree, is in the comments, and he said the wait time is actually the same as between season three and four and four and five. So oh, maybe okay. this is just like poor memory on my part then. And I mean, time, do, really... time doesn't exist anymore, as we all know. So That's, it also, yeah. like, uh, you know, six months feels both like an eternity and also it's going to, we're going to be watching the premiere in like a week, it's going to feel like, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Next, you know, Chainsaw Man is definitely one of the most hyped upcoming series that we've oh, got. Yeah. The uh, uh, last preview before this one, like when it premiered on YouTube, got a ton of views like right away. Um, people are really excited about it. I've read some of the manga for it. I kept trying to read it at night when I was tired and would fall asleep and then didn't go back to it. So I definitely need to just like zoom through that, I think, because I'm missing out on a phenomenon is what it seems like as far as like manga goes. Um, so we did find yes, out, yes. we did, yeah, yeah. We did find out that uh, the tele the television anime, which is being produced by MAPPA, that's gonna premiere next year for sure. We don't know what quarter, unfortunately yet, but I'm, that news will probably come out eventually. Um, and that also the next part of the manga, which will be on the Shonen Jump Plus app, which presumably that means it'll also be on uh, the North American version of the apps as well. Uh, we have uh, Manga Plus, and we also have uh, just Shonen Jump, so it'll probably be on one, if not both of those, and that's gonna start uh, coming this summer. I was actually talking to some friends about that, and they thought um, it wouldn't be impossible that the manga creator was just like trolling all of us <laughs> and was never gonna do part two, <laughs> but it's really happening, it's really happening. Um, that would be funny. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we've got uh, Takato and 
Takato in the comments saying Mappa giving us everything but the Yuri on Ice movie. I don't know what's going on with that. I can only I speculate. forgot about that. I was, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think that's the one about young Victor, isn't it? Um, don't know what's going on with that project. Seems like years ago there was speculation that they had uh, they were putting mocap on a bunch of professional ice skaters at rinks in Japan and we're like getting footage that way. But yeah, I don't know what's going on with that film. Mappa's huge and they're um, the amount of stuff they're making right now is just insane. So who knows what the production schedule is like on that. Um, I, the trailer that they released for Chainsaw Man though at Jump Fest, it didn't actually have any new footage really. There was just sort of a, I had like a couple seconds like of character animation at the end, but yeah, it was mostly yeah. just um, manga art and a whole bunch of woozy woo sound effects and visuals. Really yeah. cool, but yeah. yeah, that's probably all they've have. That's probably all they have animated at this point. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, like that four seconds, and they're like, "All right, we got we got to squeeze." Since we do have Nick again. in the comments, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him directly because he's also a reviewer for Tokyo Revengers, and they announced. Um, that the Christmas showdown arc from the manga is getting anime, an anime version. They didn't say what format though, which I thought was interesting. It doesn't say that it's necessarily a television series or if it's a special or if it's a movie or if it's like a three part OAV, whatever. But this series also, I think took off with the anime. Like I had heard that the manga was really good, but the anime ended up getting pretty popular. I saw some dorks, um, dressed as these guys at Anime NYC. I'm calling them dorks because um, I think they were punking people intentionally while dressed as the characters. I overheard them sure. talking to one another about like seeing if they could get people to do particular things. So I think they were uh, living out their delinquent fantasies there. But uh, I know I have a lot of students. Um, I wasn't. I haven't been able to do the anime club that I do at my school this year because of COVID. But mm -hmm. um, all the all the nerdy weebs come to me because I have anime posters in my room. And um, you know, you have anime posters in your classroom. I have a few. Yeah, yeah. I have um, of my what, of what shows? Um, so I have My Hero Academia. Um, I had a, a really good Evangelion poster, but it got it got torn up over the over the summer a couple years ago, and oh. I haven't replaced it. Yeah. Um, I have some, um, not really anime, but I have like uh, Smash Bros. So I, mean, I have like the nerdy stuff. Yeah. Um, I have yeah. a, I have a Zelda poster that's been rolled up. I haven't put it up yet because I want to get it laminated so it doesn't get torn. Uh -huh. um, but uh, um, I made a, a, a Todoroki poster. Um, nice. With uh, like Photoshop and we printed it out. Now. Point being, all the weeps come to me with their anime talk and so many of them kept asking me like, oh, have you seen Tokyo Revengers? Have you seen Tokyo Revengers? And so I was getting the, the sense that, because normally all they talk about is My Hero Academia or Demon Slayer. And so the fact okay. that like Tokyo Revengers is starting to, to break out. Break up with that, the kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Nick said that it sold over two, the manga sold over 2 million copies after the anime debuted. I know they had to do like new print runs of it because it, it got so big. Um, apologies if I say this wrong. Uh, Brianne, Philip in the comments also wants to know out of these three, there weren't any announcements about these in particular at Jump Fest. Uh, which would we most like to see an anime adaptation? Uh, Marshall, Undead Unluck, or Kaiju number eight? Um, I've only read two out of three of those, or 25 million. I don't know what I said. Sorry, Nick. Uh, I've only read uh, two out of three of those, although I've heard really, really good things about Kaiju number eight. So this is a tentative answer until I read that, but I would pick Marshall over Undead Unluck. I didn't like Undead Unluck. It was too, like, like, weird comedy gropey for me so that i wasn't a fan of that have you read any of those james i I, st I actually started reading um i've been meaning to read kaiju number eight forever i think i just read the first chapter like a couple days ago oh, okay um, so with any luck i'll get caught up within the next three or four years at the speed that i read manga <laughs> sometimes but yeah. um, i'm I, i'm a huge fan of anything like kaiju or tokusatsu adjacent so kaiju yeah. all the way yeah, the cover art for that like is enticing in and on its own. I bet it's got great monster designs in it. Um, continuing the announcements from uh, Jump Fest, they showed off the character designs for the new One Piece film Red movie. Um, I'm going to share the video, although it won't have sound. Sorry, but it's short anyway, and it's mostly just to check out the designs here. Yep, that looks like. Okay. Now, are these? Uh, I'm. I'm also a One Piece virgin. I've never. 
sat down to try to tackle that. Um, are, yeah. the, are the One Piece movies canon or are they, are they their own thing? I think they kind of work like most Shonen Jump movies where they're kind of like side story things to enjoy. Um, as long as you've got general familiarity with like the characters up to that point, I think. Because, you know, if they've got new like recent power developments and stuff and those get shown in the movies, you might be like, whoa, since when can Luffy do that okay. sort of thing? I really like those character designs, though. Um, yeah. Especially uh, Usopp. He looks like a member of KISS. Or I know that there's some like Japanese rock bands that have a similar aesthetic. And uh, Brooks looks really nice in that. I like his hoodie. So they're looking pretty uh, fashionable in this. I don't know anything about the plot. I don't I don't think they've announced much as far as what the plot for uh, that film is going to be. But I don't know probably be better than the netflix show so <laughs> are we already have we that. already decided i mean i i i, I know last we? last time i was bagging on it but have we officially decided that that's gonna i mean i have zero faith in netflix at all at this point maybe that's not fair because it doesn't necessarily just because it's on that platform doesn't mean it's gonna have the same staff involved in the writing and the direction and the cinematography and the effects yeah. and everything but also i don't know quality control on Cowboy Bebop was not great. Yeah. So, and I, I just started getting into Gundam too. Like, I just finished the, yeah. the movie trilogy, the original one. I'm I'm watching Zeta Gundam now, and now I'm just getting sad about the the Gundam series that they're producing because I'm going to be like invested by the time that comes out. It's going to. I just try to keep remembering that with the Gundam thing, they're distributing, but Legendary's producing. So it, you know, that's. Maybe. It's true. They they produce the new Godzilla films, all of which rule. So okay, yeah. I, I'm going to keep that yeah. in mind and try to keep yeah. up. Um, one of the other things they announced is, you know, Dr. Stone is getting a third season. So if that's one of your faves, you know, it's not a... People have kind of called it an isekai, even though it's not, you know, it's like post-humanity, everyone's turned into stone, wakes up, and they have to start the world all over type situation. Um, with the power of science... And so that's going to get a third season, but it's not going to premiere until 2023. So I think it's kind of far down the line. Um, I like Dr. Stone. I think it's cute. Um, yeah. And they're going to, they're going to have a special this summer as well, starring a character named uh, Rusui, who uh, looks really cool. Actually. Um, he, he's the boat guy. I wish I could zoom in on that more, but um as you can see, he has a nice admiral type hat, some cool blue finger tattoo things going on. Are those tattoos okay? Yeah, well, I, I presume. <laughs> Either that or like a pen exploded in his hand, one or the other. Um, but yeah, it, I assume that whatever the special is about, maybe, you know, some pirate flair going on there, just general seafaring fun. Um, the Age of Exploration 2.0. Yeah. Yeah, well, Hopefully I, I less thought, colonialism this time, but we'll see. I think they had already started getting into space by the end of the second season. So, I mean, they're on a very okay. uh, accelerated invention uh, timeline here because, you know, so, so, super geniuses, super geniuses all over the place. So, yeah. Um, the next one, the one that uh, ANN personally has gotten um, some blowback from because we have. Okay, so it's Bleach, okay? So, like, Bleach is coming back. We've known that for a while, that there's going to be more Bleach. The anime didn't adapt the whole manga. Uh, we're finally getting the rest of it. Um, the show has fans, which is great. I'm glad you like Bleach. I watched through the Soul Society arc and then kind of fell off back when it originally premiered, which was, if I remember correctly, uh, I was still in high school. If not, yeah. it had just graduated high school. Like, my boyfriend at the time got me to start watching it, so... And, you know, he drove a Miata. But anyway, um, that, that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, this, uh, Linden Films is animating this. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is my opportunity to say that Anime News Network is not a monolith and we don't all hate Bleach. We just ran a feature in 2015 that was critical of the ending. And uh, I, I think thought everyone was critical of the ending. Everyone I've ever talked to that loves the like that read the bleach manga i have a, i've never read it 
I've seen a few yeah. stray episodes on Adult Swim, but I had some mm -hmm. friends who were like hardcore into Bleach. And I, I want to say your timeline sounds right because I was in high school, I think, yeah. around when it ended because I was still hanging, you know, talking to my high school friends. And um, yeah. I heard all about the ending and the, uh, the, the, the extreme disappointment that was felt. It was uh, like how I met your mother levels of anger. So I don't... Oh. Maybe, yeah, I was under the impression that was like a, a kind of a, a common sort of reaction. But I thought it was too. Also, correction, it's I mixed it up. Lyndon is doing uh, Kenshin, which we'll talk about in a second. It's uh, Pero that's doing um, Bleach. But yeah, I thought, you know, there was a lot of mixed feelings about how it wrapped up and whether it was rushed and whether the battles at the end were any good or whether those were rushed or too many or at the enemies that, you know, lots of Lots of things to kind of mull over. Um, I have been told via Twitter that uh, we are haters and that's wrong. And also um, slander. I think the word slander was used a lot. Um, so, hey, uh, sorry, kind of, I guess. Some people libel. didn't like the show as much as you. We're libelous um, against be a bleach. They don't ever say libel. They say slander. It's okay. the, uh, da, 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 da. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, without further ado, here is the trailer for the new arc of Bleach. And if that's something you enjoy, you know, good for you. Good, good for you. I will say, I always thought, um, and again, this is, I don't think this is a shocking or surprising opinion. I always thought the character designs kicked ass. Um, yeah. I thought all the villains looked really cool from, you know, what I saw. Um, it was just one of those shows that was too long and I've never been very good. At catching up on long shows. I know I just said I'm, I'm getting into Gundam, but even then, it's like <laughs> I have to like I have to like I literally have to set reminders to like continue watching. Not because I don't want to, but because I I get overwhelmed with really really long battle anime type stories. Um, I'm not gonna lie, this was really good though. Cool. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I always thought uh, Tite Kubo had a good sense for fashion design too. Like a lot of the. Um, extra artwork that he would do with the characters. They yeah. always looked really cool. I mean, I always, you know, I think he has a good general design sense. All of this looks great. I mean, I still recognize most, I don't recognize the otter guy, but I mean, I still recognize a lot of these characters. Um, it's kind of like, it's like if Tetsuya Nomura had like a sense of restraint. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like that yeah. same sense of like cool, but it's not, it's not so over designed that it can be a little difficult to parse like simple, yeah simple, simple and i almost just said simple and clean but you know what I yeah mean. <laughs> yeah um i did i did remember getting kind of like it might be i might not have this problem now but i remember watching it and starting to get like a little confused as the show went on just about like death how death worked in bleach because it seemed like you know you're living and then you die and you can become part of soul society but then like you can also die again um, we are not watching cats why would they recommend that to me um, oh, cat stream that's what this is now <laughs> this is not a stream it's a live stream, long. It's a stream. yeah yeah no i saw that movie in theaters never again like I it was honestly, at home oh yeah again. That, yeah. <laughs> that means that you yeah you knew what you were getting into if you watched it at okay. home um the only movie i think i saw after that before the pandemic was sonic the hedgehog um funny question do you think bts will make an anime opening after two of its young boy groups did um i'm not super into k-pops i i know who bts is because you'd have to like be looking under rock not to know who bts is like they're in all the google ads whenever i use youtube at this point so um <laughs> I think that would be cool, but I almost feel like they might be too high profile. Like, I don't know. Um, it would be nice, though. I mean, I like their music. Um, yeah. Butter is a good song. Um, for, okay, so we've moved out of, like, the older properties. Now, these are all stuff that's getting, has never been adapted before, that is getting new anime. The one that I'm most excited about is uh, Jigoku Raku, uh, Hell's Paradise, because this looks dope. And, yeah. again, um, Mappa is doing it. So let me uh, let me max screen this because like this was just like amazing from start to finish. I've not read the manga for this, so I know uh, like Jack all about it. 
but it just looks uh, it looks really cool. Can I just say, um, speaking of you know Bleach getting an anime and yeah. uh, Ruining Kenshin getting that anime, um, when are we gonna get our like legacy re readaptation of Yu Yu Hakusho? That's what I want. It got it, didn't it? Get like a new OAV not that long ago. Did it? I I, I didn't. I, I mean, I feel like I that know. was announced, and I think it even went on Crunchyroll. Oh, maybe. Like, I just want the whole something thing. animated, like for a box set release or something in Japan, if I'm remembering right. But I mean, yeah, I didn't get to watch Yu Yu show the first time around. Like, it wasn't on my radar. The monsters in this look so cool. Oh my god. I've, anime yeah. in general is really doing a between this and Jujutsu Kaisen, the monster design and these supernatural. Uh, Shonen Jump series is just, uh, it's pretty good. Mm, pretty darn good. Yeah. yeah. And the colors. I, I didn't realize that was two people maybe boning on top of like a, a Buddha thing. What is with these flower people too? That's just like crazy. Yes. Yeah, this all looks like 100% my jam. Like oh, yeah. just looks really good. Beautiful. Um, Funimation never released that Yu Yu Hakusho over. I wonder what happened with that then. Um there's probably like some know. obscure background track, like two thirds of the way in that they couldn't license. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Johnny's has come around. So I would think that like there wouldn't be nearly as many problems with that as there is now. Maybe Fly um, Me to the Moon is like playing on a jukebox in a bar scene. And so they got <laughs> Fly Me to the Moon in Squid Game, though. Like that just like boggled my mind. Like I watched Squid Netflix Game not money. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Netflix probably, is the one who got Ava, though, shows. and then they didn't <laughs> get it. That's true. That's true. So it's like we'll pay for this for this, but we won't for I don't know. This probably it's probably more complicated than that because it's not like it's not the I would have to get into the whole history about how like things probably weren't cleared when that ending song was made in the first place, and that's part of the problem. Whereas that's probably not the situation with Squid Game. But anyway, uh, now we're gonna start getting into the uh, not so fun slash controversial slash gross news. Um, so. Uh, Roroni Kenshin is getting a new anime. We don't know if this is adapting parts that weren't previously adapted or if it's a reboot right from the start. This is one that's got a lead of films on it. And uh, I actually didn't even watch the preview trailer for this because um, the creator totally like soured this entire show for me. Uh, like I've seen most of the original anime. I was a big fan of it. Um, when it originally came out, um, definitely th thought uh, Saito was the best character. No, no, the guy in the white coat. What was his name? Starts with an I. A -I, I have not watched Rurouni Kenshin since the, the Toonami days. And so I could not tell you anyone's names. Yeah. Um, but I agree that the, um, I, I was like just prepping, like I want to do like a big Samurai X Rurouni Kenshin rewatch like years, you know, a few years back. And then yeah. right around that time was when the news broke that the creator was a gross pedophile that had like a, a horde of child pornography. DVDs. Yeah. yeah. Or VHS um, tapes or whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't verify this particular statement, but I have seen it said that he had so much that they were concerned that he was actually distributing it. I recall reading something similar. So I, I feel like yeah. that's a thing. Either yeah. way, that's one of those things where like, I mean, that's, you know, how do you... If, I, I, I I don't necessarily begrudge like other people if they're able to divorce that from the show and you know you know watch the show or whatever. But I I definitely for me personally you know and and for you I, I can see how um I mean how, it's hard to have fun with the show when you know that. yeah <laughs> and he didn't yeah. like what he got what was it like a like a two thousand dollars James they charged you didn't even him go to jail. And then they quit running his manga for about six months, and then they gave him his job back. I know, and um, he's still making royalties, right? So it's not even one of those things where you can say, "Oh, it's not like I'm giving him money." Like, no, like we are, because he's not yeah. in jail. <laughs> so yeah, um, Viz quit running his manga though, so I think it quit being available legally in English because he was actually currently running the Hokkaido arc. Like he had come back and started like a new arc for it. Sure. Um, not that long before it happened, and Viz dropped it, which I. You know, um, I imagine that wasn't an easy business decision. Viz is owned by Shueisha. Yeah. So it's it's like they're not an independent company. So they were, I was, you know, I don't know. 
uh, when I how remember that all went in their office. I'd love to kind of be a fly on the wall for how that decision got made. Wasn't there kind of like a minor, I don't know if it was like a scandal, but I remember it was, they, they, they did that thing where they interview all the different creators of the, the popular manga. And I think a, quite a few of them were, were kind of talking about how much they love Rooney Kenshin and, and how like, you know, they were, they were kind of tacitly, if, they, they weren't obviously supporting the, the pornography thing, but they were kind yeah. of showing their personal support for like the, the guy. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how much of that was like, you know, if there, if there was any pushback within Shoyisha or, you know, it's, 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 yeah. It's so one of the, like, yeah, one of the uncomfortable conversations is that, uh, the creator, uh, Nobuhiro uh, Watsuki, is, I'm saying friends, but, like, I can't personally say how close the relationship is. Um, it's familiar, you know, familiar with one another uh, with the creator of One Piece. And some people have suggested that that relationship has played a part in him being kind of rehabilitated so quickly back into the fold there. Um, But there was also, but there's also similar, similar case with the creator of Toriko, um, whose name is escaping me right now, who was caught not once, but twice um, trying to hire uh, underage sex workers. So I remember one of them, it was like, directly interacting with like kids or wasn't there someone who was like like taking creep shots of like middle schoolers or something or is that a different about, person uh i don't know about creep shots okay. uh the act age uh writer not the illustrator but the writer um he did get dropped because he was actually assaulting middle school age girls okay, that's what I was thinking on his that. bike like riding his bike around and then like grabbing girls and and like writing away um i think i don't know for sure but i think some of that manga that manga getting dropped might have been because it was a a co thing and the artist is a woman and she didn't probably want to work with him anymore and so if she didn't want to draw it then you you know he can't draw it he was just writing it so that was another you know situation there um there's been sort of scandals like this that unfortunately reoccur every handful of years or so specifically it seems like within the the jump manga family um the last news item i actually had today is related to this although it's not within the jump manga family and it's about the creator of please tell me galko chan which was uh, a manga i actually really liked anime i really liked the anime is kind of older now it was streaming on crunchyroll the manga was or at this point still is being published by uh, Seven Seas Entertainment. And he was just arrested for attempting to import uh, child sexual abuse images from Germany. Um, and then when they searched his apartment or home or whatever, they found close to 50 publications of that nature, like in his house. What was like, what gave me so much whiplash about this um, is that before he was arrested like the week immediately before another manga artist reported that he had gone missing and like his family couldn't find him and they hadn't been able to reach him for like a week and i actually retweeted on twitter like so and so you know the creator of this manga is is missing um they're asking if anyone knows about his whereabouts to report it to police and then actually within like 24 hours of that he was they announced he was found safe and that was it and then like a handful of days later he was arrested um, I'm wondering with the timing, again, this is speculation, if the reason he had gone missing is because he had already been arrested and was in jail. Um, yeah, but that yeah, would, maybe. I don't know if he was in jail. I'd have to double check. I think he was arrested by Aichi Prefecture and was reported missing in Chiba Prefecture. So it might've been a case where like the two police departments, you know, weren't immediately talking to each other. So they didn't know yeah. where he was. Well, and I'm assuming if he's trying to like, I laugh in like a black humor sort of thing. No, I yeah. Well, I'm assuming like, I'm just imagining like, if you you know when you're trying to to import shit like that, I'm assuming he's like probably using like a fake name. Um, he's probably he probably doesn't want to like tell, you know, 
you know, if 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 for some reason he was able to like get away with with, with giving them like identifying information, he's probably not being like super forthcoming because yeah. you know um, he knows that he's screwed. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, because all it took was a was a search of a search of his place. So yeah, that was just uh, that was really shocking because for anyone who's familiar with the uh, please tell me you got on manga or anime, it's actually it's about high school girls. Um, but it's mostly like uh, puberty discussions, like really frank puberty discussions that's done in a really refreshing way. And there's a lot of different like uh, body type representation within the manga and within the show. Uh, the tone of it and the content was actually so accurate that a lot of people had suspected that the creator himself was a woman, um, not. But, at, you know, that's kind of where this the speculation had been at, at various points, just because of the, the quality of uh how accurate it seemed to be so just really disappointing all around you know i don't have any like big answers for you know how to solve this problem in particular but it's just always really disappointing when again with even in the case of veroni kenshin if there's something that you really enjoy and then you have to uh kind of you find out this information about the creators and it's uh sucks to try and reconcile it like I'm not saying you all need to like go out and burn your Veronica Kenshin manga or you can't watch your DVDs anymore or anything, but I mean, it's just, um, it, it, it can present a conundrum. Yeah. It just sucks. It just sucks. Fortunately, the rest of the show does not suck because we're going to talk about some good stuff, James. Yeah. Um, let's move on to, uh, this week's episode of Demon Slayer, um, Demon which, Slayer which I enjoyed again, mostly because even though there wasn't a lot that happened this week, as far as like moving the story forward, I mean, we all kind of knew who the demon was. I think that wasn't like hard to guess or anything like no. that. But I mostly liked um, her demon form. And that yeah. might just be because she's in lingerie the whole time. I don't know. I thought it was cool though. I'm glad, like I'm glad you ass. said it. Cause now I'm not going to feel as weird. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's okay. I like the sexy demon. I'm saying it's okay. Yeah. okay. So I was gonna say I got I got all these pictures, but I mean, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially I, okay. So that uh, um, Daki is her her actual name. Upper six right. is her demon designation. Um, uh -huh. Her her uh, her professional name is um, was it Wara Hime Oiran? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. I might be getting a, a, a syllable. I think it's Watharabi Hime. Oiran Watharabi is Hime Oiran. Yeah. Oiran's her um, position within the uh, brothel. Yeah. So she's uh, she she's basically the queen demon bitch of the brothels. Mm -hmm. And um, she loves her role. She's been doing it for a long time. We find a out. A really been, long time. Yeah. <laughs> she's, um, and somehow this incredibly popular, well-known, um, you know, I mean, we don't have social media, but you got to imagine she's as well advertised as one can be. Um, she's managed to like kind of get by this whole time without people going, you know, you know, son, I visited that brothel when I was your age. And I swear it's the same lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's fine. Yeah. I assume um, maybe she moves between houses every once in a while. Like she might take a hiatus for like four or five years. Who knows? Sure. And then like ingrain herself at a different house. But she also but kills not. whoever figures anything out. So... <laughs> She drops him from uh, from from fifty feet up, uh, but she's got yeah. a lot of stuff going for her, right? She's got the sexy lingerie, which is great. Mm -hmm. She's got the cool body art. She's got the great hair accessories and the spooky uh, um, fabric tendril things. It's just a cool design. And you know, yeah. the show. I'm, I was I'm, I was trying to think back to the first season, and you know, we, we had a couple of female demons here and there. But none of them, you know, this is not really a, a show that has like a bunch of fan service or, or um, you know, scantily clad characters in general. And so I think, I think, A, her sexiness makes sense given the setting, right? We're in a red light district. Yeah. So it makes sense that, you know, you're going to have a character who's going to flaunt what she's got. Like, I think that, you know, it doesn't feel like tonally jarring or out of place. And also, I think the fact that, she does stand out even amongst the other demons that we've seen. Um, you know, if every demon was dressed like this, I would probably be like, what are we doing, Demon Slayer? But the fact like, that like, oh, the author just likes something in particular, sure. if we saw it yeah. all the time, right? But yeah, yeah. 
I think it was nice also to just sort of, it was kind of refreshing to actually insert a little bit of like sexiness into this show. I mean, yeah, it makes it feel like a little more mature. Some main character, like yeah. almost ever, right? Like it's a show of good boys. So why not have like yeah, one, one it's a little sexy spice. badass chick? Yeah, some little, put yeah. a little bit of a spice in there. I also appreciated uh, her interaction with Muzan. Uh, oh, yeah. That happened. Yeah, you know, he came back and. I, I felt like there was like actually some really good chemistry between them, you know, and like he acknowledges like, yeah, you're really super strong and you're excellent. And also, you know, they're not, she doesn't, she doesn't just seem like a, a sexy demon who's just like dumb and killing people and seeing how long she can get away with it. Like she's cunning and uh, knows how to manipulate uh, through um, her standing as well as like, she'll flip on a dime how she approaches people like she knows when to stop being mean and start putting like the sweet face on so that she won't be outed you know um yeah so yeah so i, I really love like this her. exchange where, where the, <laughs> the, the the previous madam is is just flat out saying stop causing people to get hurt and commit ashinuke and suicide and she's yeah just like, that's a it's a harsh thing to say it's like <laughs> okay like, yeah i think she even goes on in that point she's like it's basically felt like, well, what do you want me to do when people annoy me, though? Like, yeah. but they're annoying. Like, I, ma I make all the yeah. money, so yeah, <laughs> my way or the highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've just, I've really enjoyed like how, um, I think the words that I use is like kind of lush. I mean, UFO table yeah. does that with the show in general, but just you know, because of the setting, we've always got like these gorgeous fabrics. Um, and everyone's like really pretty and dressed up all the time. It looks nice. Um, I also thought it was funny that the only one out of the three, I mean, not really surprised, but the only one out of the three that doesn't have to wear any makeup or do anything to his hair is Inosuke. He's just, that part made me laugh really hard. He's like, he's just like trying to focus so hard on where the demon went. And they've shown that he's highly flexible in the past. So he's just like doing some circus shit in this yeah. room. By like, himself. <laughs> by himself. Just hanging out. But yeah, he's not uh other than the what I assume is a girl's kimono, he's not he doesn't look any different than usual. No, it's just him. I think he just, I think he has like a little I think he does have a little bit of lipstick on. Oh okay. Um, but again, like it like you you could hardly tell. Like I don't I don't yeah. think anyone would like you know, it's not the first thing you notice. Um I mean, I just appreciate that, it also. <laughs> that dude, that dude he clocks in the face is in the opening sequence too. So I actually yeah, thought like he was going to be more important or something, but I don't know. Maybe he just gets beat up for the whole arc. Who knows? That'd be funny. Like I would really, yeah. like if, if just keeps going to the different brothels and each of the, each of the boys just finds a way to, to break his face in after he creeps on them. I'll take that. That's fine. Yeah. Especially after the, the conversation we just had, I'm more than happy to see, um, creepers get punched in the face yeah. really hard yeah <laughs> um but no this episode is um i think we talked earlier before the show and i think we both agree that it's on it's mostly table setting um mm -hmm. i thought the episode is a little weirdly even structured because you know you you start off with um uh mariko one of the one of the wives one of the three um wives that kind of went in undercover um, she's been captured. And at first I was a little confused because I think I just kind of decided that the way the, the arc was set up, we have the three different houses and the three characters at each of the houses. I was kind of under the impression that each house was going to have its own specific demon threat. Demon. And that might, yeah, I kind of thought that too, but, and, and maybe that's still kind of the case, but everything in this episode kind of leads me to believe that it's all just Ducky. that Ducky's just, you know. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, because she's got so the, Daki, the the fabric tendrils. Because um, Daki is in um, Zenitsu's house, right? That's yeah. where she mainly operates, right? But when Inosuke was running around the house that he's pulled up in, I thought that we saw some imagery that suggested it was also this fabric. So I yes. don't know because this yeah, isn't so. this isn't in in um, Inosuke's house is where she is, so. And that's why I was a little confused because we start with Inosuke's house, we see this imagery, and then we go to mm -hmm. Zenitsu, and he has the face-to-face -face confrontation with her. And then mm -hmm. eventually I realize, oh, I think it's all just her. 
but the way yeah, so kind of... somehow somehow she has to be like you know keeping her hostages up in the attic of the other houses without i think the proprietors of those houses knowing it because she doesn't work for them so she yeah. can't be seen like as she can't be seen just like walking around like she can at the other one right so but we also have we seen the either two wives at all no, um, okay. I'm not. I mean, I'm not outside of the little introductory, right? Like, but like, we don't actually know like where she may be hiding them if she's the one hiding them or anything like that either, right? No, I don't think so. No, um, yeah. I'm I'm trying to think back, and now I I think uh, this is the only one we've gotten a specific glimpse of, and then like Conjuro, yeah. we don't even like outside of that one funny scene where he's. He's so helpful that the madam of the brothel is getting like a little irritated. She's <laughs> like, like, please just, just go away. Yeah, yeah calm down. Everything. Yeah. Um, and it is funny that at this point he he just has some blush and a single little ribbon in his hair. And that's yeah. like that's all that's left of his disguise. And this lady's just going with it because he, you know, it's like she's so helpful. Like whatever, I guess. Um, what's What's funny about that too? It just it reminds me of like discourse that i remember seeing about video games how whenever you know it's a two-player game and there's a female character to pick it's just the male character with like a bow like miss pac-man versus mr pac you know regular this Pac-Man. is miss pac-man outfit yeah this is like miss tangero it's just yeah. tangero with a bow in his hair <laughs> yeah and i mean i guess because yeah. you know as, as uh, zenitsu doesn't have much better he's got two bows um, yeah that's about it he has the so he's canon blonde yeah. too she points that out is, is that a result of something in particular? I can't remember from like earlier in the like, series. When he got, because did he get hit by lightning when he was like, I up thought in he the got tree? struck by lightning. Yeah, I think it but was. That lightning. might have been what did it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's he, um yeah. he's defending the these poor abused brothel girls from yeah. Ducky, which yeah, you know, I mean that's fine. I get, it's okay. So let me ask you something. Does the fact that his desire to protect all of these damsels does the fact that that's kind of still like linked into his weird like need to be flirtatious and like find a bride does that make it kind of weird to you like the way that he's he's trying to be all like impressive and and like heroic for these abused nine-year-old sex workers in training like i don't know like I was having a hard time because on the one hand, he's not, it's cool. It's nice. He's not being super annoying. He's actually, you know, doing something. He's being kind of dumb because he's immediately giving himself away to the demon that he just met a day after infiltrating this place. So it isn't like his, his cover, it lasted very long, but he's doing something other than screaming. Yeah. But also. So my thought on Zenitsu, like. In this particular moment, like, he's trying to be chivalrous, right? Like, he's got yeah. this, yeah, sh- like, sort of chivalrous mm-hmm. spirit. And I do think that initially did grow out of, you know, his desire to be, have a girlfriend. Um, but I do think they're trying to kind of, like, separate the two at this point and show some growth on his part. Um, I remember after this episode, because, you know, they spent so much time kind of, like, establishing him doing this, uh I watched the opening kind of with a different outlook just in that, like, it seems he actually seems pretty well highlighted in the opening sequence as far as like in an like action hero sort of role, as opposed to like a comedy relief kind of role. So I think they're just kind of trying to rehabilitate him a little bit um, to be a a more active uh, member of the trio who can be relied on and actually pull his own weight. Which I mean, I think we would all like more Hell than yeah. just being scared and screaming all the time. Um, oh, every time so they want to do that and have him also be, you know, be kind of a dumb, suave character sure. on top of that, I could, I can tolerate that a lot more than what he had done up to up to this point. I agree. Every time he screams, I get crippling fruit of evolution flashbacks. So any attempt the show makes to dial that down, I will. Yeah. Be, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that's, yeah, that's kind of where I'm standing with him. Although by the end of the episode, it seems pretty clear that he's in big trouble Ooh, yeah. because they have that that closer after, you know, the girls have come and be like, oh, thank you for being so nice and everything. And we brought you some onigiri and stuff. And then he gets like, I thought that was actually a pretty, a pretty cool close closer to the episode. I was like, oh, no. I really so, like it. I think in general, I think Daki um, is a way more threatening and interesting villain than Train Guy. 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I think that alone has had me, you know, even though I thought, you know, like you said, it's a, it's a lot of setup. It's really just kind of building up to what we're going to get up to in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, even the fact that Daki is just such a cool, sexy, interesting villain has got me pretty excited for this arc. So, yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out. Like, is he going to, are they going to have to rescue him or are we finally going to get to see Zenitsu like, you know, go into blackout mode or whatever and actually like kind of hold her off for a little while until backup gets there or something. Um, yeah. So kind of see how that, how that all plays out. I do agree. I think with your review that you wrote earlier though, that it, it would have been nice to have some, a little more space just a little bit more space of them like infiltrating the house and kind of like figuring some stuff out, like mm -hmm. the mystery proponent of what's really going on. That would have been nice. But I also don't know how many episodes this arc is supposed to be, if it's supposed to be a full 12. I don't know either. Like if it's, yeah. Because um, technically like we're still in season two. Right. Yeah. And Mugen Train was seven. So I don't know if this is just supposed to like be eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, like five to six episodes or something. I don't know. So. Uh, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, asked, moving... does, does Zenitsu's carpet match the drapes? And yeah, I didn't honor store. that with a response, but you're welcome to. Um, um, I assume he was struck completely by lightning. So let's just like go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that Zenitsu being so obsessive about um, being a ladies' man, I don't think there's any carpet to speak of. I think it's uh, I think it's polished hardwood. Um, <laughs> as, as far as <laughs> can't just can't just do that to me like i'm drinking kombucha here and i choked i choked um i'm not gonna think about that like any more than what you said about it just not gonna because that just gives me that gives me a lot more questions and i don't i don't know <laughs> We don't need that. Nick says he has a landing strip. This conversation is not appropriate anymore. Okay. Maybe it's, like, maybe it's in the shape of like a lightning bolt to be like thematic. Like, oh, stop, please. I'm not okay. I'm not okay. We're going to talk about a good boy now. Um, something wholesome. We're going to talk about Boshi this week. Um, hey. uh, yeah. So. This is um, our perfect boy, and this week we got to see his weapon that has been, uh, <laughs> that has, shut up, Nick, uh, see his weapon that has been, like, kept under wraps. Built up, yeah. yeah, teased for, like, almost three weeks now at this point. You know, he, we saw the the rock crush thing, and then just, like, two weeks of, of no idea. And this week, um, we discover it is a... Rapier. Do you pronounce the R in it? Rapier? I think it's, like, I've always said rapier. Like Yeah, I've always said rapier too. And then, you know, my husband who plays D&D &D was like rapier. And I was like, oh, is it French? And I've, I do that all the time with lots of words. So I always second guess myself. But yes, um, but I guess the surprising twist on it, other than, you know, it's a light weapon. That's not so surprising. We knew he wasn't going to have like a big old club or anything. Um, is that he's using it in a similar fashion as acupuncture, which means like he knows the particular pressure points to make, you know, his foes like collapse or have a headache or all those other sorts of things and just, you know, pokes them with it. Yeah. Uh, my feeling on that, I had a lot of built up anticipation for this moment, I think. Um, I mean, I knew they were going to get kind of, quirky with it it wasn't you know i expected to not expected to be surprised um and most of this episode is him kind of getting into a bar fight that his trainer yeah. sets up to uh show his abilities it's a genuine fight of skill it's just not genuinely instigated so he wasn't like he didn't win on it wasn't like they threw the match or anything yeah. like that um but I, I no. like that. I, I that was another instance of the show, I think, being really clever with how it, it plays with like your expectations. Even like it, it tries to like subvert your expectations by showing us that oh, the whole fight was like a setup, and he paid these guys off, and they're actually you know loyal to him. But then 
you know, you realize he wasn't doing it because he didn't believe in Boji or because he's he's trying to like swindle Boji or trick him into thinking that he's learning things, but he just needed to see Boji fight without any like pretense of practice or, you know, he, he wanted to see what Boji would do if, if when he genuinely thought he was being threatened or that he needed to protect someone. And right. um, I like that. I'm, I'm glad he's yeah. not a, a slime ball. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cause I think when, when they first showed up and interacted and there were some aspects of the fight that I was sort of like, would he really like, would his trainer really get beat up that easily? sort of thing this guy just trained him and everything that he knows and then he just gets sucker punched like once like really early in and you know there are other parts when kage is interacting with him and he's smiling and he's trying to figure out like why is he why is he smiling um so i i suspected there was something a little bit underhanded but i am glad because when it showed him go out and talk to them near that tree i was like oh come on like again like it's not going to help anyone if he's if he doesn't generally genuinely have any skill but yeah, the, res the results were, were real, even if the setup wasn't. Um, I just wanted a little more flash to it. Like, the animation sequence itself is really good. You know, Boji's, like, jumping all over the place and, like, kicking people in the chin and stuff. It was just more like uh, when he does the poke, I would have liked, I don't know, like, a, some kind of just animated flourish there when he did mm. it to kind of show that, like, they were like... <gasps> sort of thing and like then fell over or something just to kind of like zazz it up a little bit that wasn't yeah, it, it does that thing where like it cuts to black and then you see the the follow-through but you don't there's there's um and i guess it's trying to communicate like the speed you know yeah like he's moving so fast that like we're not even really like able to track it but i think you're right that you know visually especially when you compare it to like that badass double shield fight from last episode or right it's a, it doesn't really stack up against those. So I'm wondering if maybe they'll try something like what you're saying in the future. Well, they'll, they'll actually try to add some of the panache to it. Yeah, they do hint that, you know, he's able to defeat his opponents without killing them, which is great. But also that he does absolutely have the same capability of killing them just as he does like disabling them in that way. He like, can like explode their hearts by like yeah or something like that vessels. yeah yeah or just yeah something to make their like brain shut down I don't know like it was interesting that his trainer like he demonstrated it by doing um, that trick where you put a a needle through your hand which I have seen done by like David Blaine I think on TV or something like that he basically is like a classic magician trick um, I assume the way that it's done is by avoiding nerve clusters or whatever in the hand. So you can just like essentially stab yourself through your hand without, with like minimal pain. Yeah. Um, so it's not so much a trick as it is like, so that's kind of what the, what the whole thing is based on. Uh, one of our Carl wrote, Omai wa Shinderu Boji, <laughs> which is a quote from Fist of the North Star. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I didn't actually think about the connection to Fist of the North Star there, because that's based on a similar premise, isn't it? Like him striking yeah. Yeah, yeah. He hits like nerve the, points, and then people yeah. like actually explode. Their heads um, pop like balloons. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's let Boji do that. Oh, let's do that to Domas. Let's do it. Let's explode let's his do, head. That's his retribution. Yes. Um, but yeah, after the big fight, like the wrap up is essentially him deciding where to go next. And he has some some conflict there about whether to go back to his kingdom where he feels unsure about, you know, whether people there are trying to kill him or not. I think he's going to go back, though, which yeah. is what I expect we'll get in the next episode is them going back. I mean, I, th I also I think all of them other than uh, Dida Bos think he's dead right Bose hasn't told anyone the mirror would know because she showed him that he was alive but i don't think he's told anyone that boji's still alive right as you said bebin knows that yeah um, bebin knows other than that but healing i think still thinks he's dead yes did did he and, tell do domas and um what's his name know I don't think so. Know. Okay. Because, um, I mean, that's the whole reason that, I mean, Domas cut off his own hand. Yeah, but I couldn't remember if, if when, when Bose died, I spared him. I couldn't remember if he just said, it's, it's me, Bose, or if he if he said, Boji's alive. 
because he saw oh. him in the mirror. I couldn't. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't recall either. I also wonder if he's gonna. Um, hopefully, I haven't got their names mixed up. Mixed up, but I wonder if he'll if he'll walk back to uh, King Desha now, the guy who looks like Waluigi. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, his his role was so small, and I feel like we got to see more of him. Like, he's too interesting to just like for us to just be done with it. I'm still thinking about that weird king in the woods, though, too. So, I mean... I was thinking about him, too. Yeah, I feel... What's I he think, up to? I mean, What's he doing? Have, how many episodes do we have left? 13? Yeah, yeah. We're only, like... Oh, we're only on episode 10, so we've got, like, 15 oh, left. Because, yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like all of those... The show, even in episodes like this, where it's also more of a setup, we're, we're establishing Boji's weapon, and we're kind of getting mm-hmm. him ready to, to start the next phase of his journey. The show yeah. is so tightly and expertly plotted that I can't imagine that they're just going to leave all of those threads dangling for no reason. I'd like to think that they have something planned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. One Another thing I enjoy about the show um, that I caught on the second watch of this episode is uh, if you if you have the after you've got the main plot, if you watch it the second time around, you can pay attention to like the characters in the background. And they, there's so many unique character designs just for the extras, like wandering around in this bar and stuff. They all look really unique. There's a lot of uh, like difference in design and size and and color and everything. And they they're all really fun looking too. Yeah. Like, like when he knocks um, one of the troll guys back and it knocks the whole table. And there's this yeti looking guy who was just like eating and he's like, oh. and then there's another point where. I think there's a guy who's got some sort of cloak up. So he's just like, got. he kind of looks like one of those, um, oh, those dudes from Star Wars, only they're really little and they steal things. The Ewoks? Not the Ewoks, Not no, the, no, no, the, the, the Jawas. Yeah, it kind of looks like a, a large Jawa, like mm-hmm. is in there. Um, there's just a whole bunch of other like really cool, like fantasy character designs just hanging out. It always makes these episodes when they're in populated areas, like feel really like fleshed out and lived mm-hmm. in in a way that you don't typically see in these fantasy shows where they just kind of have stock characters all hanging around. Or just um, orcs or they're elves or, you know, every now and then you get like a... a or they're just humans in tunics, one. you know, or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that's really interesting. I I really... The, the manga is really high on my please someone license this list because I know that I would just like blaze through it if I got the opportunity. I'm still offended and hurt that this anime isn't the biggest freaking thing in the world right now. Like more and more people are yeah. catching on, which is great. But like this show should be so popular that like there's bidding wars to license this thing. And maybe there are, but um, you know, keep well, it's going to be on both people. services now, which that just got announced today. I'm really excited. Um, since Crunchy oh, it's going on Crunchy? Yeah, it'll be on Crunchyroll Ooh. now. So if you don't have a Funimation subscription, you'll be able to watch this show over on Crunchyroll now. Um, they're also getting uh, the case study of Vanitis on Crunchyroll. So if you didn't get to watch the first season of that because it was on Funimation, you can watch it on Crunchyroll now and they'll have the, pretty sure they'll have the second season as well. So I'm catch up on that one. That one is so much fun, James. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, Nick Fulmer asked if our boy acupunctured that giant rock in half. I don't think so. I actually think what Boji may have here is a situation where it's a uh, power to surface area kind of thing where um the rapier is very you know small very small skinny thin tip so once you put you know the amount of energy that he has into it it can be a really precise strike might be one of those things too where like the rock had a particular fissure in it and he was yeah. able to strike it right there and that caused it you know the giant thing to crack kind it reminds of reminds me of that um that uh oh my god what's the name of the anime it's it's the one that's like in the same universe as fate it has all those movies, um, the Garden of Garden of Sinners. Oh, Garden of Sinners. Yeah, and the the main character she has like the eyes that can see like the death of whatever she's she's fighting, like the the exact like you know weak point or the exact area of attack to to destroy oh. something. So I feel like that's I feel like that's I I don't know I don't think Boji has like that power, but I think you're right that his whole strategy is going to be about you know since he can't overpower someone through brute strength he's going to use his speed and his ability to identify weaknesses and yeah. he's going to target. We already saw that he was able to like hone in on, on openings. Like when he yeah. was fighting his brother in like the first episode in that sparring match, um, 
you know, he was just like tapping him with a stick, but he was able to dodge all of his attacks and then just tap him where his opening was at. So yeah, I think we'll And that little punch see. he did which is the the cutest punch I think that's ever been animated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. a little tap. Yeah. But he gave him a concussion. It was like the whole thing where it, now, which was, was that like real? Or was that him maybe playing it up a bit? Because if he can give people concussions just by like baby tapping him on the chin, then yeah, he's gonna be okay, I think. I think like what was what was going on there, it's a little bit of judo. So the because they talk about how he uses his opponent's energy to um against them, which is like a big part of judo throws, is like you're not exerting your own energy so much as you're like using inertia, right? Um so I don't know about the concussion in particular. I did take martial arts for like a handful of years and one of the th- um kung fu in particular and one of the things that we you know are we're shown to do is called a palm strike which is you know just closing your fist not closing your fist but curling your fingers in and using the heel of your hand to hit someone's shin um with i think a similar purpose i don't again i don't know how effective bojis in particular would be <laughs> at giving someone a concussion but getting your like shin knocked around or your head knocked back real suddenly and hard you know, can be disorienting at least. Bite your tongue at the least. That's no fun. Oh God, yeah. You don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps things up for this week. Um, we'll be back at our usual. Wait, let me look. Let me look at a calendar first, okay? Because I'm not. I'm not here on Christmas. All right. Um, Christmas is on Saturday. Um, so, presuming that neither of us have extenuating normal holiday family circumstances. We'll probably be here on the 27th, uh, like normal, at the usual time. Um, so thanks sure everyone. entirely dedicated to Zenitsu's uh, potential landing strip. Just analyzing the possibilities. And the you design. and Nick can get on here and talk about that, okay? Like, you want us both here on a chat? Dude, that, that is going to be some, some high-energy chaos. <laughs> <laughs> it might be fun for, like, a New Year's Eve thing. Maybe we should do a New Year's Eve thing and get Nick on here. And just like get some champagne. See how long it takes for us to go absolutely insane before midnight, sort of situation. I don't know. We'll uh, <laughs> we'll revisit that. But I want to thank everyone for stopping by, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.